0: Welcome back, Tap That AZ Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Walters. This episode is recorded live here at Simple Machine Brewing Company, featuring my man Tyler Smith from Kitsune Brewing Company. Before we get into that, wanna give you guys a heads up that we have a magazine coming out. So A Taste of AZ is the food podcast we started uh, in May. And coming here in a couple weeks, early January, where we're going to be launching a physical magazine, actual printing this son of a gun out, 48 pages, highlighting Arizona food and beverage. So go to a atasteofaz.com. We're setting up a, if you, you can actually get this magazine, it's always free. You can get it sent to you for free or you can pick it up at, we're at like 100, well over 100 places right now. Uh, throughout the state that are on board saying yep we'll have the magazines here but you can subscribe online through our website soon if you go there at tasteofaz.com and it's not available just check them tomorrow we will have it up or just follow us on instagram at a taste of az so we've got the magazine coming up we also have tap that az hazy that's coming up this wednesday december 30th at simple machine brewing company super excited about this double dry hopped double hazy ipa tap that hazy, hazy heck yes right now i'm doing this introduction my kids are fighting over there for some reason stop it please bragging about my beer and uh yeah so check it out 12 uh december 30th of this year come to simple machine and get the beer spread the word and let's get into this one this is kitsune this is tyler he's awesome I love ramen, and I love beer, so this is perfect. Let's tap into Kitsune Brewing Company.
1: Not at all. No? Not at all. You're not nervous at all? I used to, uh, in my Saturdays, oh, I wouldn't call it Saturdays, but uh, I used to stream on Twitch. Oh, did you really? So I was... I was uh, pc gaming on twitch all the time so so you, this is your game right? this, yeah, yeah, this, this is your gig yeah usually i hit my mic is up here and i can just you know
0: <laughs> <laughs> you got like a hamster ball that has like mics in it and you can just roll around your room as needed exactly that's actually a pretty good opportunity business opportunity
1: yeah we no uh, of that. i used to um yeah so i do pc gaming and then uh vr when i used to do vr back in portland ah so, no shit yeah it was a good time so you're a tech guy hey uh okay so my children are here Hi, children. You
0: are audience at this point, so yeah. if I swear, you're not allowed to call me out. Yeah. I said shit, and Get, she said, get, a,
1: get a swear jar. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy has to pay a quarter every time he curses.
0: She's got a giant. She's like right there. Oh, she's there, got there. It. Right.
1: <laughs> we'll use that jar.
0: So, yes, uh, please don't call me out every time I swear. <laughs> that's what they do that, at home.
1: That's, so. No, it's so funny. So the other night, uh, my, my daughter calls that girl share a room, and she goes, Penelope's, Penelope's using potty language. I go up there. I said, Penelope, like, what are you saying? And she goes, I just call she goes, I called Zoe a volcanic poopy butt <laughs> <laughs> We don't. I've, no one in our house has ever said that. Like, no. where, where do you get well, this language from? <laughs> that's
0: brilliant. What a way to put together words. I'm and, like, and imagery, right?
1: And, and I had the greatest parenting <laughs> moment because when she said it, I burst out laughing. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, I go, I go. We don't talk like that. Yeah. <laughs> As I'm cracking up. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then they see that and they're like, All right, cool. Uh, yeah, I, right. I know his triggers and now. <laughs> exactly.
1: And then Zoe like started laughing too. I was like, See, it didn't really hurt your feelings. It was silly, but we don't. We try not to. Talk. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, parenting lesson number one from Tyler. Right, yes. Tyler. <laughs>
1: Tyler Smith. <laughs> yes, from when you're s- from Katsuneberry. Yeah. <laughs> like, where are you gotta keep going, man. I yeah. like that.
0: I like where this is going. No, oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I was like, I, I I called my wife and I said I just had the you know one of those moments where you're scolding your children. And they're not, after I left the room, they're in, they weren't sure if they were in trouble or if they just had stand-up night in oh, <laughs> the, yeah. the Apollo. If they just know. nailed it. Yeah. Like, they
0: just we nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, Tyler, thanks for coming on, man. I know we've been trying to set this up for, for a couple weeks. Yeah. And uh, things, as, as we all know, have not been normal.
1: No, they have not.
0: Yes, you can. Is that garbage over there?
1: There, If you go right behind the bar, there's a trash can with an actual bag in it.
0: Or you can just not throw it away like you do at home and just leave it over there. Just go over there.
1: How are you throwing away a Baby Bell cheese? She's no, no, no.
0: She's throwing the wrapper away. Oh,
1: I was like, you she do would not throw, not throw away that the away. cheese.
0: She just dug it out of the garbage, actually, <laughs> I think. Have you? Have you ever dug cheese out of the garbage? No, I have. All right. <laughs> That's All right. Continue on over there.
1: They're watching Spongebob, and I'm getting distracted. I know. Ah, so many distractions
0: <laughs> for everybody right now. All right, Tyler, from Katsune Brewing. Dude, I'm excited for
1: this. Uh, you got a new beer coming out. Um, two new beers. Three, actually. Three
0: new beers. Yeah, three new
1: beers coming out this week. Okay. Um, today, I have the... It's our brown ale. It's called Fox Diver Brown. Um, it has notes of some caramel i accidentally spelled uh, so <laughs> as as i am finding out in the brewing industry actually most industries it doesn't matter how long you look at a copy sometimes you're you're gonna miss stuff
2: things are and I, <laughs> I
1: looked at this label probably a thousand times and in my head must have just had the caramel spelled correctly but it is definitely spelled like the city in california um but that just makes it special now. Yeah,
0: <laughs> well, I also looked it up too because I'm like, oh, Carmo, like, like, man, Tyler's really getting deep with this stuff, right? It's not even. I'm like, and I looked it up, and it's Hebrew for like fertile, fertile land.
1: Oh, there, that, so that's, that's, what, that's I why I did it. <laughs> it. So, <laughs> it's, um, it. so this is now the fertile land beard. Now, <laughs> fertile land. but uh, can I open it?
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cool, yeah so yeah,
1: this. so this one, um, this one was really something kind of cool. I wanted to do because. You know, I'm, I'm known, I don't want to, I'm not really known, but what I really enjoy making are IPAs. Okay. Um, and so something like this is just, you know, I'm trying to figure out different ways to make sure everyone's palate is, is where it's at. This isn't going to be one of those beers that, you know, you the next mag- beer magazines writing about that. This is the greatest beer ever made, but this is a great light dark ale. And by light, I mean ABV wise, it's only five point nine percent. Okay, and okay. Um, it's yeah, it's just a nice, refreshing, malty, great-flavored beer that I'm I'm really excited to to have hit the market.
0: Nice, man. Well, yeah, because when you can't you over the last couple months, right? Over the last few months, you've come out with some bangers on the IPA. So
1: yeah, so Forager was uh, was amazing. The response to that beer was absolutely incredible. Between People coming to the tap room and grabbing it and all the support I had in the market with, with different uh, bottle shops carrying it. It was something that was really – to come out with something like that and to have the reception that it had was something that was super special. Yeah. Um,
0: people and, want I'm, nuts pretty quick, right? Yeah, they did. Yeah, it was really <laughs> it was really cool,
1: and, and people are pretty stoked about the, these next three. So the, the other two beers that are coming out is I have a milk stout um, called Constellation Milk Stout, and we used um, – I'm going to call them cinnamon squares, with all the
0: cinnamon, 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 squares.
1: It's really cinnamon toast crunch, but uh, <laughs> there's been some some issues out there with people using branded stuff. But cinnamon yeah. toast crunch and vanilla uh, wafers, and um, it's going to be. I'm I'm really excited about it. We're we're transferring it today to hopefully can or not hopefully, but we're canning it Wednesday, and then I have an IPA called Not So Smally IPA. It's a Get double right. IPA, okay, um, nice. hazy style with a zaca. And mosaic hops, and it's um, – that one, too, is going to be coming out, but I, I got to smell it this morning, and it's uh, it's going to be – Is that what
0: you were doing? Yeah. yeah I was wondering p- what was going on. It's going to be pretty <laughs> awesome. Why is – all right, all right. gets back in the car. Tyler's,
1: <laughs> Tyler's just smelling stuff. <laughs> What's he doing?
0: <laughs> Where are his clothes? No, nothing to see here. Oh. Uh, no, dude, this is fantastic, and this is a <clears> – <throat> there are some browns out there that I really like. Helio Basin did a uh, – they did a nut brown. It um, was fantastic in Oak Creek. I always liked Oak Creeks. So it was it's always, it's always hit or miss, yeah. right? You get it in a bottle. Sometimes you're like, what is this? <laughs> what happened? Right. What happened coming down that hill? Yeah. Uh, but you get a good nut brown from Oak Creek. That is a great beer. And dude, this is this is great. Oh, thank I you. I love this. Yeah, because it's not not that like you said, not that malt bomb that you know. I because I'm not I'm not that's not my style. Right. Typically.
1: And and what I and you know I always. The beer, the beer nerd in me. That, to me, a, the testament of a, a great beer is what does it taste like after it's cold, like after it's it's warmed up, not okay. after it's cold. Once yeah. it's warmed up, and um, it's crushable when it's cold, but when it warms up, you get so many more notes of like that caramel and that roasted chocolate that I was talking about. Yeah. Um, and if I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but like I said, it was an accident. I had accidentally left one of mine out and I drank it like an hour after I would poured it. And I was like, oh my goodness, like it just blossomed. It was <laughs> wow, gnarly. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. really kind of cool. Um, and that's where those, we use this new special red malt from proximity. And I believe hundred percent that that, Kind of blossoming um, malt flavor when it warms up is from that. I mean, it's it's delightful.
0: Yeah, that's interesting because there are beers that are the opposite, right? Typically, the bigger, um, you know, the wider distributing ones that have to, you know, make sure that a shipment can go across the sea, right? You know, right. and when those ones, you know, they're great when they're cool, but when they warm up, they just kind of they they fall flat. They fall flat. Yeah, yeah, where that that's a sign of a good beer, man. That complexity of good ingredients and yeah,
1: nice. yeah, we yeah, I definitely we we get. Um, before this i 'd been using bree malts forever, but now're using, i'm using proximity with simple machine out here, yeah, and I just have been overwhelmingly impressed with the quality of their malts the the science that goes into kind of how they break the malts down for us to, to brew with has been all, extremely spot on, which yeah. has been exciting because now nice. you know when you when you 're brewing with that stuff, the product that's coming out is, can be consistent every time because yeah. of the science that they 've put into. Nice. And that was not that was not an ad. <laughs> Damn, I'm like, that was a huge fan of proximity malts. Where are, <laughs> they, where are they from? So they have places all over the country, and they actually just um, opened up a shipment facility here okay. in Arizona. So we're getting malts now, like next day, which is great. Ah, nice. um, but they have like it, it's scattered throughout the country obviously because it's such a heavy product to ship yeah so they they have all these different places throughout the country to be able to to hit the whole place there's one in Colorado I think there's one in Wisconsin
0: but just yeah. a systematic somebody that's got it down how do we oh, create yeah. g- vo- quality products yeah like on a high scale yeah. Like, yeah yeah
1: and they got some great specialty malts too like we did um, our old Merck which is our uh, Scottish ale here that simple machine did and, and yeah. Marshall Marshall made Um I mean that beer is fantastic, and I don't like they. I don't believe it could have been any better. Like, yeah, you know the malts were just perfect. Yeah, it was great,
0: dude. It's it's so cool to. Uh I don't know, man. It's it's cool to see. For I, I've known Marshall for a few years, so it's cool to see him get his own spot and see him start to grow and start to you know talking to people from across the valley. And they're like, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm up. You know, luckily we have you know front porch, simple machine, State 48 now. And they're like, dude, simple machine. We'll drive across the valley to go to. Simple Yes. Machine. yes. So it's cool to see Marshall getting that. Uh, but now it's to see you. You know, you're now you're learning from Marshall and you're yeah. kind of seeing how this this operation runs because we'll get into it in a minute. But I think it's really cool how you're doing this. Uh, but what a Great connection with a, a great group of people here at Simple Machine. Yeah, and it was—it you know?
1: it felt like, and it was—you know—it was, you know, was almost—I wouldn't call it a mistake, but it was one of those things where it was like, I'm a huge advocate of the stars lining. Like, okay, yeah. Like yep. so many things had to happen for me to to meet Marshall, um, and the fact that they all lined up perfectly, and I'm able to be sitting right here in front of you, you know, at Simple Machine. Um, it's just testament to yeah. the way the, the world works. With your, looks, your the universe can, yeah, with a your can, can right I, like there, beer, man. Yeah, yeah. I, it was so funny. Um, after I made deliveries uh, for the first beer with Forager, I actually like waited a day, and then I went back to those accounts and I like to see my beer in the fridge, ah. like at the places where I used to <laughs> shop. Yeah, like it was like, yeah, that's. Selfie, like that's me. (laughs) dude! Like it was such a cool feeling. That's awesome. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, you know, it's no different than I feel like any other person who like with you like with podcasts and stuff like that. And we'll get to your beer later. But you know, with like (laughs) being able to like finally go online and seeing people who aren't my friends yeah like enjoying it and buying it yeah like, it's, it's yes. cool like yep. like i'm sure that first time you, like on one of your podcasts where it was like it wasn't me or my wife or my friends who listened like this is so cool <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know yeah yep. <laughs> it's such you, a cool feeling
0: oh dude that's awesome dude cheers to that yeah man. cheers for cheers sure. to that and it well i mean it, it it you you can bring hype but you have to bring i i've i've uh i don't know i read something recently that basically said like uh hype can bring them to you but like quality brings them back to you, yeah. right? You know, and, dude, they're they're coming out. They're going to be busting these doors down on uh, I the, hope so. the 30th. Right? 30, 30th?
1: The, uh, actually, so the um, the stout needs a little bit extra time in the bright, so I think okay. we're doing the 31st. Okay, okay. Um, we, yeah, we're canning on the 30th, and then we're canning the IPA on the 31st, Okay, and then I'm going to be getting it out to market that day. So and you that said all that,
0: that, that earlier, and I just forgot, right? No, <laughs> no yeah.
1: No, <laughs> that, that happens. It's, it's, but it's, I mean, it, there's so, I mean, the logistics of getting, you know, because we only have two tanks, like, so Marshall has his full brewery, but yeah. I only have two tanks here okay. that I, that are personally kitsune brewing tanks. And so to coordinate a three beer launch with only having two tanks, yeah, it's, it, it's, a, there's logistics that go involved with it that, that I wasn't prepared for. Cause I sure. thought I would just do, you know, one at a time, yeah. but when forager sold out so quickly and people were still asking for kitsune beer, not yeah. to, once again, not to pat myself dude, on the that's, back. A, that's okay that's, <laughs> no, that's what this show is about it, it, is, it
0: is about like it, it, and that's a huge thing is embracing that like yeah. dude this is because it's it's not you stars align but then it also has to be backed up by the work right for sure you know so toot your horn man a little right. bit. and so and so like
1: beers like the like the ipa that's coming out, i expect that one to to, to sell out yeah. just because yeah. it's it's a it's a double hazy ipa has some great beautiful hops in it um the brown ale and the and the stout i i expect to sell out eventually, but I expect it also to sit a little bit longer so that way people who are looking for the IPA where it might be gone, they still have an option to, to try some of the beers we're yeah. making here. Because at Simple Machine we um they they usually buy kegs and cans from us. Um and I think the beer lasted like maybe seven days on wow. the tap house. Nice. And
0: so nice but not ni- nice right? but, but not good. nice. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, and so
1: <laughs> and so when I expected okay if I if this beer if we can sell this beer in a month like that's a success yeah. because that way we could have people coming in. But the, the first weekend we had, I mean, we had people driving from all over wanting to, because we that great article that Tyrion yeah. wrote in the Arizona Republic. Yep. Um, People, it really resonated with them to to try some new stuff, and it was really cool that they they decided to come up here and support us.
0: Yeah, hell yeah! But I mean, we'll get into all that. There's so many the, 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 I, like I asked my kids to, if they brought paper because I forgot to take notes. But are <laughs> 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 so, all these things. Well, let's let's start with this. Yeah. Are you from Arizona? Are you originally from Arizona? So
1: actually, I am a um, farm boy. I was born in Omaha, Nebraska.
0: Okay, all right. And
1: then uh, we moved out more to the Midwest in Minnesota, and then I moved out here when I was about. Six okay, and then um so yeah, I, I pretty much grew up here, like i i my roots are Arizona, I call myself an Arizonian or whatever we yeah. call ourselves, yeah,, <laughs> um, but I do have family and everything back in the midwest, but I grew up here, I went to Paradise Valley High School, okay, I went to sunrise middle school, like I've always grown up in north Phoenix area, yeah, um, and yeah, and then I just this is always we moved to Portland for about four years, but I mean, it was 70 on Christmas. You can't beat that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you mean here? Yeah, 70 yeah, degrees exactly, here on Christmas. Dude, I mean, that's it. No snow. No. It rains once a blue moon. And, yeah.
0: You know. Yeah, when it rains, you're like, oh, wow. Yay. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> it's we exciting.
1: had a, like 120 days straight of rain when we were in Oregon one year. Uh, and I was like, this is not what's up. <laughs> dude,
0: I couldn't. I, see, I couldn't. Like, I, 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 so I grew up in Ohio, um, and it was, you know, 300 days of overcast, right? Yeah. Just gray skies. So when I came here, I'm like, all right, it makes sense why there are so many rehabilitation centers, like drug rehabilitation yes. centers in Arizona.
1: The sunshine brings sunshine. happiness. Yeah, <laughs> it really does. <laughs> it it does. really
0: makes, yeah. And on these, like, it's a little, I say dreary. This is like, oh, man, people will be swimming and marching oh in Ohio my gosh, in this shit. yeah. Year. <laughs> this, <laughs> would, this would be the
1: greatest thing in the world. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is that blue sky over there? Oh, my gosh. It's a yeah, great day. Let's all drive that way. <laughs> drive right, towards right. the blue sky. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, uh, what, what did, did you move to Oregon to. Uh, To just for the beer?
1: No, actually, you know what? The, uh, I, so I'd been homebrewing since I was 20. Okay. Because I, you know, I didn't, I couldn't buy beer, but it's legal to buy the ingredients to make beer. Yeah. Yeah. Which is interesting. interesting. Um, but one of the, I moved to Oregon because I worked for Nike. Okay. And so I actually, um, oh, wow. Nice, man. Yeah. So I, I, uh, I was working for Nike and I moved to Oregon and I, I was working in Nike Finance up there for a bit and then I was working in, um, international store operations okay um after that and so i would travel a little bit here and there but one day i looked at my wife and i was just like i think i'm done with the ah, corporate world wow like we had our anything second-
0: in particular were there things just added up over the years uh, so or
1: what? we um we had we had our second daughter when we were up in oregon okay and we moved up there for nike like so my wife's a physician and you know she had her residency in med school so i was just like hey I kind of followed you around for like eight years. <laughs> so, so I've been meaning to it talk. Is it my turn? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's my turn. So I was like, let's try our hand in Portland, and and so we didn't have any family or anything up there. So okay. this was just our like our own little adventure that we thought, hey, let's with let's kids, just, with, with both kids. the kids. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And so when we were up there, finally, and uh, I just looked at her one one day after I had a business trip, and I came back, and I loved my job. I loved Nike. I loved every everything about it, but. It just got hard without having family up there to, you know, we sure. we didn't yeah. go on a date for like a year and a half. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah, like it exactly. was it was wild.
0: Well, dude, that relief can be huge. Like my in-laws would take those two for a
1: weekend. And yeah. you're like,
0: oh my gosh, I may never come back. Right. Like, you know? no, <laughs> that's so true.
1: But while I was up there, um, they're super popular now, but they were literally, I mean, brand new while i lived there like they just opened up was great notion so great oh, notion okay. brewing opened yeah. up while i was in portland and um that was my first time where i was like i need to get out of my garage and uh, do this for real like okay. they, the beers that they were making were just absolutely incredible i mean there's so many great breweries up there breakside uh like i said great notion uh freem is out there freem was one of the first uh craft breweries i ever went to which is out in mount uh, not mount hood um Gosh, now I can't remember. Oregon, the gorge. Of course, it's out. It's on the <laughs> gorge, and um, so like, you know, you're surrounded by all this, these people doing these amazing things that you do as a hobby. Yeah. So you're like, man, how do, like, here's my beer. How do I take it from this to the next level, right? Yeah. So like, yeah. You know, we're, I was doing brew in a bag, which is like really the sim- the first step to all grain brewing. Yeah. Um, but I was able to to meet some of the brewers at Great Notion and just pick their brains from a homebrewer's perspective because that's what those cats were they were I mean literally they were homebrewers who just like Marshall had a lot of information but they were homebrewers and um they came they they decided you know hey we can do this and so seeing what they did made me believe okay maybe I can Try to do something too. Yeah, yeah.
0: Because um, a hobby is something you choose to do, right? You right. you choose for that. You know, it's not like all right, I got to do this. It's like, man, I cannot wait to do this. Right? If I can make this my career dude, Really? Yeah. That, that's that's the dream, yeah. right?
1: That's, I mean, everyone's dream is to to hopefully be able to do their passion job. But yep. everyone knows a passion job, you work probably four times harder than you would oh for sure and the part you love is about 10 percent of right. that right oh yeah yeah that's that's the other thing i learned working in a commercial brew space is that it's about 10 brewing yeah yeah exactly <laughs> which is which is which is funny because that's why you have when you when you're going out there and you have those partners there's always the one guy who brings everyone back to earth sure where it's always yeah. like hey we're gonna do this this and this and it's like well wait here are the finances. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you're right. Maybe we can't do that yeah, yet. Exactly. <laughs> but you I, need
0: those people. You need you do, those, you yeah, yeah, need those sure. people. Yeah, yeah, for
1: sure. But those guys, so yeah, so just, just being in Portland, and like I said, I just had a revelation one day where I was just like, let's go back to Phoenix, back with family. And um, when I get back there, I don't think I'm going to get a, a regular a regular job I'm just, i called a regular job the second
0: but, part of it i'm not gonna work when right, I'm i get not home gonna work when I get back. <laughs> that which do, is yeah. funny
1: because when i before we moved back i had a job offer at PetSmart, and um and i just and like at the last minute and i'm sure they they curse my name if i were to ever apply there again <laughs> at that last minute i said you know what i just i can't i can't take it uh, because it, it was doing the same thing i was doing at Nike. Yeah. and as much as i enjoyed it I was so like, that was the transition job yeah okay, so the transition yeah. job was okay hey well, I figure out this brewery thing. Like, I'll just get a normal job. Yeah. But everybody, I mean, anybody who has started a business or is doing something, if you like, and this sounds crazy, but if you have a fallback, you probably aren't going to go 110. Absolutely. After what you're doing, right? For sure. So it's yeah. like, okay, if I, you know, the money is great, and and it's e- I won't call it easy, but I know the work. So it's like yeah. I can I can accomplish the work, and I know I can do it pretty well. But I um I just I don't think I want to do it yeah <laughs> so I, I decided hey we're back and i'm yeah. gonna try to do this brewery thing
0: well what did she how did she react she was
1: she was on board yeah so dude, she was that's awesome. so my, my wife is uh is one of the most uh supportive people i've ever met and she uh she's all about passion and going yeah. after. if like if we can sustain our our lifestyle mm-hmm. like do like go after whatever you can do and something yeah. like this is you know hopefully creating some wealth down the line eventually you know as if if we're successful yeah and so the idea was you know what you'd be more upset if you didn't try than yeah, if we took three years to figure out how to do it,
0: hell yeah, dude! So, cheers to our wives, man! Yeah, cheers for sure, <laughs> dude. That's my wife as well. Yeah, like very she's cool. yeah. Uh, but and and that's kind of funny, yeah. right? Because people, I, I'm sure you get it all the time too. Is like, man, how did you do that? How did you tr- turn this in into a business? Like, well, I've got this asterisk right here that it's a huge. Asterisk. She's amazing. You know, yeah. she she's so supportive and just like. I mean, dude, I want to drink beer and eat food for a living. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, that's she's the like, dream, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so, uh, so, no, man, that's awesome. So, so she's like, hell yeah. Thumbs yeah, and, up. Let's and the, do it.
1: And the funniest part about her is she hates beer. Oh, really? So she's not a beer She's a vodka uh, drinker. She's not a big beer drinker. And so uh, <laughs> the fact that she is, like, the one thing she does do for me, which is always awesome, is she will try every beer I make. Uh, okay. Like a sip. Like a yeah. sippy. And, uh, and one day... I'm going to have one, and she's going to drink the whole thing. Oh, that's the goal. <laughs> that's that the is goal. the goal.
0: You're going to shut the door. Yeah. Kitsune is done after that. <laughs> yeah. Sorry,
1: guys. We're closed. My wife liked a beer. We're done. Oh, that's great.
0: Uh, Marshall's creeping around over here. That's at cool. Act cool.
1: <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't see you. I'm being pensive, Marshall. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, no, that's, that's great. But you also then get a... Non beer drinkers perspective of just like flavor, right? Of just like I don't know what this is, this flavor, but it kind of tastes, kind of tastes like bread. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I know. I know what to do with that. Right. Right. Where some people just try, you know, they try to be. Oh, it's got this real. I, I get a stone fruit to it yeah. no you don't you just read that right yeah.
1: the the esters are really kind of yeah. taking over the the nose like okay listen guy <laughs> yeah.
0: i give a 6.17521 right. like what is that grading what, what are you using
1: right and that, and, that, and that's uh, to to take a little bit of a a tangent yeah so uh i Untapped has single-handedly caused me the most anxiety on the face of the planet. Uh, you know, your yeah. your beer comes up. I, I had to delete the app for a little bit so I wouldn't keep checking Forager uh, to see how people were rating it. And like it got to the point where it was like I didn't understand people's rating systems, yeah, right? Yeah. It was like There was one on there, oh great beer, cloudy, so much fruit smell, three. It's like, whoa (laughs) What does that even mean?
0: Can I get you should be able to respond and and say feedback please. Yeah, yeah. what what do you mean by that? Well then
1: then you click on their thing and they have a funny post of uh, you know, Coors Light at four point five percent or four point five, you know, rating. It's like "Ah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how to respond to that idea of you're giving coors as a joke of four point five who don't need that rating. Yeah. But you gave me a three and it was one of the greatest beers you ever had. Yeah. And I'm just I and I'm sure, hey, but here's the deal. You know, so some people, hey, this this wasn't life changing and it wasn't bad. It was a beer I'd have again. That's yeah. a three. Mm-hmm. And so it's so interesting to see people's rating perspective because it's not like a grade you get in school where no. there's this there is this checklist that says, "Hey, if you hit these marks, you get 100 percent." Right? Yeah. No, it's no. a, "Hey, how do I feel that day?" Yeah. And you know, and so I've.
0: Oh, dude! My my girlfriend's ex boyfriend's a bartender. That fucking sucks.
1: Yeah, right? <laughs> like we <forget> good <laughs> it. Every beer gets a two. It's yeah, like, but now it's no, it's, yeah. it's funny. It's it's funny how Untapped has has really kind of altered the way some of us brewers look at our consumers because you can't always make a beer to the lowest common denominator sure yeah but those lowest common denominators sting
0: oh yeah for sure (laughs) they do and those are loud denominators too right (laughs) and
1: it's like okay it's like do i make a beer for this guy or girl who Uh, gave me a two and try to you know but it's like but all the rest of them gave them four so it's like ah you can't win everybody that's what that and that that was a lesson i had to learn where you can't you can't win over everybody no and and that's okay
0: for sure. If you try, then you're screwed. Right. That's when, if you try to hit every, every, you're going right. to, what are you going to make? Like,
1: I, <laughs> right. And that's, and that's where, you know, coming out with the brown ale, coming out with the stout, I, yeah. I'm doing a Goza, I'm doing some of the other stuff because maybe my IPAs aren't for you. Maybe sure. my browns aren't for you, but maybe my Goza is, or maybe yeah. my Blondale is. And so, you know, you just, you just keep making quality product. Yeah. And hopefully those people will give you another chance and. You just yeah. you just show them. Hey, look, we got we're more than a one trick pony. Yeah, well,
0: and and everybody thinks they're an expert these days, uh, and there needs to be a system of like, all right, before you rate this beer, answer these four questions, right? <laughs> what like, do you know? What do you know about this style of beer before you grade this? Right? You know, because the the reality of it is, um, because I've heard, I mean, both typically both sides of the spectrum. Either people really love Untapped or they really hate Untapped. As like a, a brewery or business owner, yeah. right? But it sucks because your uh those you know this guy being a douche is going to could uh, impact your business right yeah. like so it's a, it's an uneducated not only say an educated person but a person un- uneducated in that in your area of business who is now causing negative impact on your area of business
1: right, <laughs> you <know>? right yeah, <laughs> so, no, and what's funny about it uh, is as i wouldn't even like, I so, get fired up to I go. would say most people in like most people who walk into this tap room like if you like for example we did twenty five cases of Forager, so at and then and we had kegs, right? So yeah. and we sold out of everything, but on Untapped, we only had hundred and fifty check ins of Forager.
0: Sure, okay. So you,
1: so that being said, there's ninety five percent of people aren't using Untapped, right? For sure. So yeah. it's like yeah. you have you have to, and once again, you get out of your own head, and so that's that, very true. So as as a new brewer in the, you know, the public space. Those were some of the things that I had to come to terms with. Like I, I had a buddy who hated stouts, but he would rate every stout that he drank, like at all of our <laughs> at all of our tastings. And he would give them like ones and twos. Yeah. It's like, why are you even you you, yeah. you are a self proclaimed stout hater.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Why? What are you doing? Why are People you get joy out of it, though they do get a little bit of <laughs> joy out of, of it. I'm joke. gonna bring stouts down single-handedly. single-handedly. I hate them what, that oh, much.
1: This is a uh, 4.9 beer. Look at my 1.0 rating. Right. This is trash.
0: <laughs> he just takes a picture of like a turd on the floor. <laughs> this was the porn. Yeah. This is horrible. Yeah, I'm sure that happens. Oh yeah. You know, I would do it. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> so, all right, man. I, we, I, uh, you, you actually profess, you, or you, you indicated there was going to be a, a tangent. We won on it. Yeah. Now we're coming back. Now we're coming that back. was perfect. Yeah, that sorry. was. We might. Now we're good. We're going to cut that out as a single little episode itself. There you go. Uh, so your wife's like, "All right, let's do this." You guys move back here. Um, you tell Petco go go uh, take yeah. a <laughs>
1: go take a walk with your dog. Go take a walk. <laughs> uh,
0: then what? Like and then what? Uh, and, and when was this approximately? Like so what this year was in uh, two thousand
1: March of two thousand nineteen. Okay. So March of, April two, okay. March of 2019, we moved back to Arizona. Wow, okay. Um, and when, I, when, when we touched down in Arizona and we got the house settled, it was game on. Yeah. I started getting you know, LLC. I started looking for properties. I started figuring out what, making my business plan. What do I need? How much do I need yeah. in order to make this dream a reality? Um, and there was a, I mean, I think I probably had... 15 to 20 versions of my business plan Really, Can you I throw mean, it crumpled up and chuck I mean, it? yeah, because everything you, everything you think, you know, before opening a brewery or business. Yeah. If you haven't mentored or worked in, worked in a commercial space before is probably wrong. Ah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so, um, I was lucky enough to be able to, um, talk to a lot of folks in the industry Ah, to really nice. to ask questions and and that was the big that was the best thing about the brewing industry and and the one suggestion I'd give to any pr- potential person who wants to open a brewery who's listening to this this is a community yeah like don't do things in the shadows don't do things that make it appear that you're going after the community
0: mm. uh, because
1: it's one of those things where nobody's vindictive yeah but they won't help you sure like so like be open be honest be be humble to the fact that you don't know everything. Yeah, and that was one of the things that I was able to like. Oh, like I thought, okay, if I had two hundred fifty grand and a space, I should be able to. And you know, TI, which has tended improvements on building out the space, I should be able to open this puppy in three months, four yeah. months. Yeah, and every I'm I not like that head you. swivel. We yeah. didn't get that in yeah. the audio. I can I do this. I, I want to. <laughs> and every and I'm not kidding you. Every single brewery owner every single owner i spoke to laughed at <laughs> all of it no, timeline no, budget everything not, or timeline not budget okay mainly the timeline okay all it's right. like yeah. eh, double
0: it <laughs> double, <laughs> double that and then add a zero yeah, at the end double yeah. it.
1: and uh um, the thankfully i was i was a lot um like during like so those redoings of my business plan were a lot of times the financial aspects of it okay because i look at you know you look at what you need, like the different kettles and systems, but then you you forget about, okay, what I thought I the watering system cost X amount, but to do yeah. this amount of quantity, it, there's upkeep and so yeah. like you just go back and yada, yada. But so I was working on the business plan, yeah. um, and then I have a buddy out in Chicago who's a, a corporate lawyer who, who's done investments and stuff like that in, in breweries and he we, we, we were on a call probably every Saturday we'd, make it, we'd have a call. And we just go through. Hey, this is what I'm doing this week. This is what it looks like, um, and just trying to figure out ways to bounce off ideas. And uh, what we landed on was kind of doing a warehouse tap house space to start out with, something to mitigate some risk. So a smaller space that we could just pump out beer, almost like a production facility. Okay,
0: not uh, not so much having to maintain a front of house uh, kind of right. Thing.
1: And the front of house, like if, like at most places, would just be probably a bar top, like so sure. just just seating at the bar. Okay maybe a patio. Yeah. Like, so there wasn't going to be a big tap house space. It was more of a way for me to get beer out into the market. Yeah. To really kind of, um, set my foot and figure out number one, do I have a product people actually give a crap about? Yeah, sure. Uh, (laughs) That is important. And, um, and if so, how much can we sell to get that next level investors to really build out the space we really want? Yeah. Um, and this, that, so what ended up happening is in about October, we kind of everything was kind of pretty much fine. The business plan was rocking. the The money we had October
0: twenty nineteen October
1: twenty nineteen. Okay. We our SBA loans were, in underwriting three weeks to signing, um. And then my daughter got really sick, <sighs> which in hindsight was. It sounds terrible. The yeah. best thing that ever happened. All yeah. right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like I like yeah. your.
0: Mates. It's all about perspective, Tyler. Yeah, yeah. It's, all, it's yeah, really yeah.
1: about perspective. And so she um, she was born with a uh, laryngeal cleft. So she has in her in her trachea in her And so she has a hole in her cl- in her trachea that allows stuff to get into her lungs. Ah. And so she had to have some procedures done and stuff like that. And so a lot of money went out to that. So it's like okay, we're gonna pause for a little bit, but we'll we'll pick this back up and. In March yeah. 2020. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, right. There it is. So <laughs> in March 2020, we said, okay, we're going to pick this back up. Um, and then, as we all know. March 2020. March 2020, 2020 was, the, was the evil that... Uh, but not for me. The COVID actually helped me. <laughs> kind of helped us out right. a little. Yeah, yeah
0: I, a mean, when, I mean, not you know, we talk about it, like uh, you know, uh, my wife and I as well. It's like you know, we've we have we have been very lucky, very very fortunate through through this whole thing. But it's uh, I don't know. It was a pause button that we needed that you know on, yeah. on our business side and then you know our, our family side of things. But uh,
1: I don't know if I needed a ten month pause button.
0: No, <laughs> no. Nah. I was about ready for that hand to come up after about five. Yeah. But uh, you know, uh, yes. but, so, <laughs> so yeah,
1: so the the. COVID- it happened and thankfully, my wife is in an industry that she was pretty much protected. She's a pediatrician, okay. Um, and so she was. So we were. We were in a place where I could pause everything, and we'd still be okay. Yeah, like we, this was still part of the three-year plan. Um, and what was nice about a lot of the things that we worked on, like the SBA loan, some of those things. So what a lot of people don't know is that you can get approved for an SBA loan, and it can even go into underwriting. Yeah. You actually don't have to sign your SBA loan for like five years. Really? So, that, so you're approved and so it's... So you're approved for like five years.
0: Wow, interesting. Okay. So
1: that was... Um, maybe it's, it might be four years. I know it's it's a lot. It's more than... than Tyler you think. Smith, attorney at yeah, law, no, law. Yeah, don't, don't take, don't take <laughs> any of my words for it, but, uh, but it talk was, to your people. Uh, but <laughs> I know I have extra time sure. if I want that money again. <laughs> um, and so we... Uh, so. Thankfully, all the hard work that, that we had done wasn't in vain.
0: Sure. And yeah. that, and that yeah. was what was
1: something that was really important to be able to be like, okay, even though we have these hiccups, can we at least to an extent go back to, the, to where we were when we had to pause? Sure. And we yeah. were able to. And, we, yeah. and, and to this day, when at the end of the day, we're, we'd still be able to. Like if I want to sign on that line tomorrow, yeah. all I have to do is call up my sba loan officer say hey i got a loan guy call my guy (laughs) (laughs) and uh we'd be and we'd be ready to i mean we'd have to still get it funded but the two-month process of getting to that point was not in vain like i don't have to do that again which is nice yeah yeah
0: nice okay um so so let me ask you this so you were saying that uh first of all that feedback was or the way that your perspective of um how you come into this industry uh because I've had people that are like, man, you know, I tried kind of doing what you were doing, but they weren't, you know, I I wasn't getting callbacks or any of this kind of, you know, it's a very guarded industry, right? Because it's it's a a lot of these people are people that are pursuing their dream, right? right? The guys in the back, right, Marshall and Brian Helton and you, right, are people that are, I mean, pursuing their dream hardcore, right? For sure, you know, so um, I don't know where was
1: I going with that? I think uh, I do. <laughs> I think I do know where you're going with that. Like, so you're saying there's there's folks out there that say that these guys are guarded. Oh yeah, and yeah, that, and, yeah. That, and that they're and, oh they're not willing to help. Well, here's here's what I learned: the difference between um, there's two types of people mm-hmm. out there, and there's the ones that that walk into a marshal and say, "Hey, here's my beers." Like I've, I've been doing homebrewing stuff. Like, yeah, I just want you to try it and tell me what you did to get to where you're at. You're right. They're not. They're going to be like, "Who's who's, who's this?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like it's one of those things where it's. Like, I, when, I, when I was explaining it earlier, I was very specific to say you need to be humble. Yeah. Like, when I came to Marshall and I've, when I come to the breweries, I say, here's, here's my plan. Like, I had, I would say, everything 95% fleshed out. Like yeah. Like, you, you got, when you, when you come to these, these, this job is very time consuming. Sure. There's a lot to do. There's a lot going on. Yeah. I don't have time to write your business plan. Yeah. I yeah. don't have time to write your recipes. Yeah. What I do have time for is hey here's what I know here's what I don't think I know yeah is there can you help me with any of these gaps in knowledge that I have
0: showing the work that you've put showing into it showing the work already. that I put yeah, into it. That's, do this for me
1: because every <laughs> every brewer every marshal every helton every you know thrown every guy or girl out there who is brewing in this thing has worked their butt off to be yeah. able to to pump out quality products left and right yeah and so for someone to come in who hasn't Tried at least a little bit to work their butt off sure. on their own. Yeah, You're right, you probably aren't getting calls back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. I mean, that, that's just the facts. And yep. so for me, it was like I, when I met Marshall, I said, one of the things that I, I told him, I said, you know what? Uh, and this is, uh, we'll probably get to this a little bit later, but if I wouldn't have done what I'm doing today at Simple Machine, I would have failed miserably. Hmm. If I would have opened and just
0: March. just try to do your own thing, right? Like just uh, just the, the plan.
1: The things I thought I knew, yeah. And, I mean, the things I thought I knew against the things that I definitely didn't know were just, I mean, huge, yeah. yeah. Um, and so to be able to walk in there and just say, "Hey, I don't know everything." Yeah, I I, I don't know, you know, hardcore water chemistry. Right. I, I need to, yeah. I need to learn that, but this is what I do know, and this is what I you know what I can get after. And, um, you know, I got almost to the point where um, I realized I didn't even really know how to make a recipe. Right. Really? <laughs> right. Like sure. I was doing yeah. Beersmith. I was not, not to knock anybody who's using using software for Beersmith. But yeah. um, to be able to really sit down and do the actual handwritten math. Yeah. To, to make these recipes and to get it in with get it within the, the parameters that you're looking at. Yeah. Um, has changed my my game of brewing yeah. a thousand percent.
0: That's pretty that's cool man because yeah. I've seen Marshall do it when he was writing down the recipe for tap that AZ hazy, hazy IPA oh, oh. <laughs> I've heard of that uh, <laughs> it Sounds was great. he's writing all the numbers down he's like I don't know if he was looking at me for feedback but he was like kind of all right refer for it' 70 then we need to be it and I'm like I have no idea yeah. dude. <laughs> like, no, to, it's but, true. but to see him like throw like pencil on paper like yep. not you know nothing there's it's to, for him to know down to that science it's it's awesome to see
1: well, yeah, and, and, and when, you do, when you do it the math way, like with a paper and pencil. and it needs to be a shirt
0: man. <laughs> 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 oh, there's a beer. Me and you, I want to do a yeah. collaboration with you. Do it the math <laughs> do way. Do the math
1: way. <laughs> um, if there's a mistake, you can go back and find out where the mistake was. Ah, like sure. it's so much easier. Like, oh, was, did I mess up a decimal on the hops? Did I mess up something? You know, what did, where – why is my beer – Five shades lighter than I thought it was. Oh my goodness! I yeah. forgot to round the decimal point for the chocolate melt. Like you can yeah. see where that was, um, and I just I don't know. I just and when you're doing double batches, especially, you can make tweaks in real time yeah. to get back to where you need to
0: be, which uh, is what's cool too. Oh yeah, dude. But Damn. and
1: like so on beersmith, that's a little tougher because you're yeah. like you're not sure where that misstep might have been uh because it's just kind of telling you here's what yeah you here's do, what it is here's, yeah, here's the color is. you're going for here's what this is yeah and and to be honest with you most of it's approximates because they're not using real-time malt specs okay because they change hops yeah alpha acids and hops change every crop you yeah. know malt, yeah. you know everything changes so you have to be able to to know what your specificity is and sure and so when you're dealing with um almost calculations oh, yeah. that's yeah. when you have consistency issues right sure. so it's it's definitely it's definitely been super helpful
0: yeah what well, when i uh so my corporate gig was i was nine years at university of phoenix so i was an academic advisor and uh so my goal was to help adults uh, finish their college degree, right? So that was my, my role was to help people who were like, like within three classes of getting their diploma, but they haven't been in school in six years or eight years, right? right? You know, so I'm helping trying to help them get back in, and and a lot of them. I mean, it's a lot of things that, and you hear it no matter what, but it's like, oh, I don't need a degree to show that I'm intelligent or that I'm qualified for this, right? Right. Um, but what I learned from. Um, Learn from a lot of the business classes was understand the concept. It's not memory, right? You're not just remembering the definition or remembering this. It's like, what is that? Like, what is the core of this? Right. Like, why? What is the point of that? This. 17.67 17.67 right? What, it, right what is that how does that apply right and when you can understand that I think that's when you can really get creative and you can one person that I just really just blows me away is uh, Jason from Cider Core. okay yeah like his understanding of yeast is like just like he can make something you just someone just off the cuff drinks like holy shit dude that sounds tastes like sangria he knows why he knows the microscopic you know and yep. he can tweak it from that base level so Jason if you're listening I, that was that was all for you buddy Merry Christmas (laughs) (laughs) but uh but no man it's it's cool so let's um I was gonna ask you you said that you learned a lot you you were asking questions of where did that like where did you start like was was Marshall your your was Marshall your first or no (laughs) Marshall
1: I had uh I had used others before Marshall (laughs) um no so um You know, I I was very blessed and very lucky that everyone I reached out to was super receptive, and I think it did it came with because when I when I wrote these emails or I made these phone calls, I was very specific with what I wanted from you.
2: Hmm.
1: Here is it wasn't an open ended what you do. It was like here are the five things that I am completely confused about with this industry. Yeah, I mean even. Even if you were working in the industry, a lot of these stuff is back office stuff. Okay, like I said, sure. Owning a brewery is ten percent brewing, ninety percent everything else. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So it's like, yeah, I, I felt that, you know, even before working with Marshall, I felt I had the brewing down. I didn't feel I had. The back office, the ordering, uh, the you know,
0: which is smart to think of that because people don't even they're like, dude, I can make beer,
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> well, exactly.
0: Why are, what, what do I do with these people now? Well,
1: uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I sold out of ten gallons of my beer last week. Like, no, no problem. But it's like, yeah. okay, what do you do if you have eighty cases in your walk-in? Yeah. and it's not moving. Yeah, like what the, if you like, got
0: a server that's an asshole? Right. right? <laughs> like, <don't>, no, it's
1: <laughs> so, it's so yeah. true. So these so these were the questions that I was going in with, and from those doors opening and those questions, those real back a house, real questions about opening a business that I had already thought about. Yeah. Um, that's when the door opens, and then you start learning more about processes, yeah. like actual brewing processes and talking to folks, uh, talking to the brewers about those processes. You're right. If you say, hey, how do, how do you brew your best hazy? No one's telling you that. No. You know, no. But what I will tell you is, here's the math that I use to make my hazies. Mm-hmm. You can now use that math to make your hazy. Right. And so that the it's not necessarily what malts I use, whatever, but if you plug in your malts you want to use into these types of equations, you can make a pretty good beer. Yeah. Yeah. And so then it becomes, you know, with, with some of these cats like with like I was saying back with Marshall, I've probably made so we have this is the fourth beer, maybe fifth beer that's coming out. I've probably made forty different recipes. Okay. And maybe eight of them are good. Okay, and that's <laughs> maybe beca- back here. In yeah, the ba- back, and th- okay, and that's because it's practice, right? Sure. So, it's so yeah. So sorry to go back to your question. It's no. all about showing the. It's all about showing your work. Yeah. It's always about showing what what have you done, honestly, to earn my time. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Be- because I don't have a lot of it. No, I don't know. <laughs> right.
0: No, you've got, these guys have 40 tasks and they got time for seven of them today. Right. No, and, so, that's, and that's the truth. Yeah. And,
1: and, you know, meeting, like, so we do collabs and stuff all the time. And I promise you 98% of the folks in this industry are the same way. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm willing to help, but you got to help yourself first. Sure. And then, uh, and then I'm on board. Yeah. And so, and that's why I go back. This is a community industry. Yeah. Like you can't stab people in the back you no. can't it's not a solo industry no nope. and so nope. the the ones who are super successful are the ones that people really enjoy working with mm-hmm. i feel at least that's how i feel yeah you know it's, it's it's one of those things that it's a relationship business and that's and at the end of the day that's what matters yeah I mean, good beer matters obviously too but for sure to, but, to open up you gotta, yeah. you gotta be able to to reach out for sure what happens if your pump breaks in the middle of a brew day yeah and nobody likes you yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Another like, T-shirt. Yeah. What happens if your pump breaks?
0: And nobody, nobody likes, likes you.
1: <laughs> like, what's worse, A pumper, Nobody, I like you like you? nobody yeah. likes
0: you. Oh man, no, that's that's so true. Because if you're doing things and and you're being adding value to this community, somebody will come from Brian from uh, from Old Ellsworth in Queen Creek. will be like, dude, I'll be up in an hour. You know, yeah. like, no, it's so be happy true. to, you know, those are those, the because he also knows that, hey, he's like, dude, I lost a, 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 somebody helping me today. Can you, right. you know.
1: Or can we FaceTime? Can we, I need you just look at this. Something. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like so For, You need those. Yeah. You need those. You need Heck to be able yeah. to reach out like that. And so um, to go back to our, I mean, we are just tangenting. To, sorry. This is but, great. Yeah, this is <laughs> going, to keep it going. To go, it's the tap to, that to, easy, hazy IPA. Double dry hopped. That's right. <laughs> delicious. Uh, to go back to your original question about, you know, reaching out and stuff like that. It's, um, yeah, it just, you gotta, you gotta do the footwork before you make the calls. Sure. And, um, and once again, the most important thing that I I can't stress enough is to actually know what you want out of, um, the person you're asking the help from, you need to have a specific outcome. What is the, after, after this conversation, what am I going to do with the information after this conversation? So
0: if it basically answering the question of like, okay, great, cool story. What do you need from me? Right. You should be able to, oh, well, uh, is, I don't know. What can you do for me? Right. Exactly. Like, ah, that, all right. Later, man. Because <laughs> I'll tell you right now
1: that if that's what well, what can you do? Yeah. Uh, Your email is getting ignored next yeah. time because I don't have the time to, to, to make your goals. Yeah. Yep. And so you need, Hey, th- what I need from you is I need to know, you know, how do you set up your BSG orders? How do you set up your, your grain orders? Like who do you have an email? Like,
0: even Pretty if it's just those con- yeah. little things like little that. Little connections here right, and there, yeah.
1: And because that, they're, they're always, whenever you meet with someone, and I truly believe this, if they're taking the time to meet with you, they know there's an ask at the end sure know what that ask is and yeah. make it as specific as possible mm, that's brilliant man yeah Shit,
0: business lessons by tyler <laughs> yeah, smith yeah, right? this guy does everything ruin
1: 101 uh, tell your friends d- yeah,
0: I'm gonna, uh, <laughs> yes <laughs> dude i'm gonna somehow implement i'm gonna cut it into there that when you say you worked at nike you're like i ran nike from a-
1: <laughs> <gonna> say you <laughs> ran a
0: business lessons by tyler smith ceo of nike that's right
1: yeah but don't tell mark parker
0: that's who was the ceo when i was all there. right i know it's, it's- not anymore He'll be looking for you. He already is, actually. Uh, so, so how did this happen? How did the connection with, uh, with Simple Machine happen?
1: Yeah, so um, Marcus over at Weathered Souls out in Texas, he uh, started this big beer campaign uh, called Black is Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, and there's a very big... I just need to make sure I get this out in the air. There's a very big misconception that Black is Beautiful... And BLM were synonymous. Okay, uh, I heard people talking about it in tap rooms. I heard people talk about it online. And although I'd say most people who supported Black is Beautiful also supported BLM, but the whole point of the Black is Beautiful movement was is to everyone. Everyone's invited to the tap room. That yeah. was the idea of it. Okay, because there is a there's. If you look at I, I look at California a lot when I look at breweries, because there's so many breweries in California. Yeah. If you look at the brewery map of California, and you look at like Compton, and you look at some of the inner city LA, um, not inner city, but some of the, the more m- higher minority areas of LA, um, there's like a whole, like all the breweries are around it. There's yeah. none in it. Uh, and so the whole idea was, how do we get everyone at the table? Okay. How do we get everyone to belly up to the bar and know that everyone is welcome? Yeah. And so... I looked at it from that perspective. I, you know, There was a lot going on with George Floyd. There was a lot going on in, in the news and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I believe Black is Beautiful was a call to action on saying, hey, our tap rooms are open for everybody. Mm-hmm. There's no room in this industry for hate, racism, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And not saying that it was riddled with it, but at the same time, there is a disproportionate amount of not having women, minorities in positions of, Brewing or power and 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 ownership. And I don't believe – and this is where it goes back to the idea. I don't believe it's a 100% racial thing. I believe that there are people – like I said, if I had breweries in my neighborhood, maybe I'd want to try to be a brewery, a Mm. brewer. But since I don't have those and I don't even know that's really an option – it doesn't, even, it's not, it doesn't even cross my mind. Yeah. So it's, it's not a it's, – it's a lack of – once again, what I say, it's a lack of invitation.
0: Hmm, interesting. It's,
1: so when I, this beer came out, yeah. I reached out to several breweries out in Arizona, um, and I just said, hey, you know, I'm really passionate about this project. I, have, I helped do a Black is Beautiful beer out in Virginia with The Answer, uh, The Answer nice. Brewery out in Virginia, which was really great. And I said, you know, I helped do this beer out there. I'd love to be able to do one in my own backyard. And um, before I could even hit the send button, Marshall and Simple Machine, they, I mean, they, they wrote back. They're nice. like, yeah, we're on board. Heck yeah. And I was like, okay, because I go, this is, this is how I want it. This is my perspective on it. This is what I want to do. And Marshall's like, come on in. We'll help decide on a recipe. You know? And everyone was doing stouts was the idea yeah. of doing it. Um, but the, the other idea, the, the asterisk on the Black is Beautiful thing was also make it your own. Uh-huh. So we here did an Imperial Black IPA. Ah, uh, that's, that's right. What, that's yeah, right, which yeah. Was, which was super cool. Yeah. And um, so that was probably in May when that happened. Okay. So March, COVID hit. Yep. And they actually, Simple Machine actually shut down. Their last day open was St. Patrick's Day. Okay. Before yep. they went to, like, carry out only. And so um, in May, they were still, I think they were at, like, a quarter capacity in, okay. in, in when we were doing this. And so we did that beer. And I helped brew it. I helped package it. And then uh, as we were talking on one of the days I was here, he's like, oh, what, what do you do for a living? I was like, oh, I'm actually thinking about opening up a brewery eventually. Uh, this was
0: after you guys had already, like, decided to do the, the Black is Beautiful. Black yeah. Is beautiful. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah,
1: now now I'm just – because the, the whole idea wasn't to to get an in. Mm-hmm. The whole idea mm-hmm. was to, to brew a cool beer in my own backyard. You were passionate about the project yeah, itself. So, yeah, True. So I was like, yeah, you know, I go what with uh, COVID. Some stuff happened, and then my daughter got sick, et cetera and i and he goes oh did you ever think about contract brewing I said, i mean i've thought about it but i i don't really understand like contract <laughs> brewing isn't like or gypsy brewing what people call it yeah. um isn't really a thing like it's mm. more of a you pay a brewery to brew your beer and sure. then you can slap your logo on it and you can sell it but you have to make sure that they know that you brewed it yeah yeah but one of the things that we that i wanted i said here's the deal i go i don't mind paying you for the beer but i want to be part of it. Like, yeah. I want to I learn. Yeah, And he's like, all right, let me, let me talk to, you know, the other owners. Let me make sure it's okay. <laughs> yeah, let me talk to my guys. let me talk to my guys. Yeah. And uh, he's like, yeah, if you want to just, he's like, first of all, he's like, just so start coming around. And so I started coming around. Yeah. And uh, because of what uh, the footwork I already did back in November, and, or not November, last year, I had already had um, equipment lined up. Oh, ah, okay. So yeah, um, I ordered. some Dude, you I, had your
0: shit in order, man. I did. Nice yeah, work. no, I was yeah. I was ready to rock
1: and roll. <laughs> and so I said, I go, I go. He goes, here's the deal. So this is so when we're trying to work out all the de- details with Marshall, he said, here's the deal. At that time, they only had four fermenters, okay. four ferment four four fermenters and two brights. He said, we're we're making a lot of beer this year. He's like, more than you know. Even with COVID, we're we're, we're still killing it. Yeah. He's like. I might be able to make a beer a month, maybe every other month for you. With the equipment they had. With the equipment they had. And I I was like, you know what? My goal on this was not to, you know, make your life any harder, right? Interrupt production for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I said, what if, because if you've ever been to Simple Machine, you know the back is huge. Yeah. I said, what if I bought fermenters
0: yeah <laughs> what if i had some <laughs> if, in my car right what if,
1: now? what if i what if i brought some over uh he said so and he said well we have hookups for about five more fermenters i said okay so i made a call to my the people i was using to, to make my stuff i said from that order i had i go i don't need the whole thing fabricated because they they have to make everything right yeah i said i just want you to fabricate two of the fermenters okay uh, for the time being um and she said, yeah, we can do that. So they fabricated two of my fermenters, shipped them out about six weeks later. Yeah. They showed up. And then uh, we just we started brewing.
0: That had to have been a different feeling too, right? There's, there's got to be – because we did tap that hazy, hazy double IPA. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> keep so, selling it. Keep selling it. <laughs> so Marshall and I, you know, we, I, I came in to him with this idea, and he's like, he's like, yeah, dude, let's do it, right? But that's, that's – he, I came here for some pictures of labeling, right? I brought the family, but those guys are working their ass off back to make a fantastic beer that, that came out here. Uh, but for you to like, now you have your own, that's your equipment back there, man. Those yeah. are your babies, right? Yeah. That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. When they, when they came in, I don't, you know, I would say the three greatest days of my life was the marriage. <laughs> when I married my wife. Actually, four days. The birth of my two girls and the day my fermenters entered the brewery. Uh, Those those were the greatest days of my life. I mean, it was because it was was the culmination of of so many wrong things that I thought that ended up being the right things. Ah. So, you know, between the sickness and between the COVID and and like like I said, I'm a huge. I can't stress this enough. The universe works so insanely. If all of those things wouldn't have happened, I would not be where I am today yeah and where I yeah. am today feels like the right the right place
0: which is on the microphone tap that easy podcast that's exactly
1: right <laughs> that's I, 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 mean, I mean well that I mean I mean yeah that's the truth if I wouldn't have met Marshall yeah I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you right now probably you wouldn't we,
0: have your your, your wonderful logo and name in awesome beer in this yeah. can man Yes, yeah. and misspelled so,
1: words misspelled with misspelled <laughs> caramel um uh, And yeah, so it's, it's, it's been, it's been a cool ride. That's awesome, man.
0: That's awesome. Well, well, so then, uh, all right. So you get your, you get your equipment. Um, and then at one point, uh, when I can't remember the girl's name, the girl from AZ Central did the article on. Oh, Tyrion. Yeah. Yes. Did the, um, article on, you were the first black owned brewery set right? (laughs) Asterisk. Yeah. So, uh, so
1: we, so we got that information from, uh, so technically, we are, we're the only black-owned brewery in Arizona. Yeah. We are the second black-owned brewery in Arizona of all time. Of all time. There was a black-owned brewery um, out in Bis... Outside of Bisbee, outside yeah, of Bisbee. dude,
0: I found them randomly on Yelp one time, and I wanted to go there so bad. Beast, beast, yeah, beast, yeah. yeah. Dude, is they it had little, like they little had, beast or just beast. I think it's just beast. Beast, brewery, beast okay. Brewing okay. Company. They actually had like skulls on their taps, and I'm oh. like, dude, this looks like this is in like this might be in like uh, way in the middle of nowhere. It might be creepy, but <laughs> I'm gonna right. check this out, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> so they were a black-owned brewery. They were the first black-owned brewery in Arizona. So yeah. Okay. So
1: they're are uh, one of the one of the the guys there was was African American. Um, I think there was three partners, okay. um, and which is great. You know, it's it's yeah. it's. I don't know, I don't know the story about what happened, but I, I think it. I think it's it's very important to acknowledge acknowledge that it was a, yeah. you know, it it wasn't a intentional oversight. We really thought like sure. when, when we got the information yeah. as the only black owned brewer in Arizona, like that was that was what it was um, and i don't
0: think they were i don't think they were open that long and they were like in you know they were they so they weren't like in the forefront it wasn't like you know fate right. brewing was owned by you know right yeah and,
1: and 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 but credit where credit's due of course absolutely yeah and um and so as it is today we're the only black owned brewery um and we you know and once again to go back to the, to the idea that's that wasn't the, necessarily the ultimate headline I wanted. Once again, the idea was the invitation. Sure. Okay. And so every everything I you know I'm, I should I I guess I should say I'm I'm the first half black owned brewery because I'm half okay. white I'm okay. half white okay. so <laughs> so the like I'm I'm all for you know, you know black empowerment all that stuff. But at the end of the day, my goal, like I said, is to have everyone is welcome in my brewery. Yeah. And sometimes what you need is an invitation. Sure, and, sure. And I think, and so when, when Tyrion wrote that article, it was everything that I wanted it to be because the idea was, yes, this is a black-owned brewery. Yeah. Um, my mentor is a red-headed white guy. You know, <laughs> the most red yeah, white guy. <laughs> like, you know, who's, who's accepted me wholeheartedly ah, dude, into his best. life. the best, um, the best. It's not about, my whole thing was that it wasn't about excluding anyone it was about including everyone sure and that yeah. was and that was what i wanted to bring to the table i've you know i've turned down other interviews that wanted to make it all about me being black okay like where i said yeah. i go you know what? that's not really the point yeah. anymore sure like the point was to, to to showcase you know that that there's other owners out there be, just like uh megan greenwood from greenwood brewing yeah like yeah when they did her story it's so important to see that there are different walks of life out there in the brewing industry. Yeah. It's not all bearded white guys. Yeah, you're right. No, for sure.
0: For sure. But even even different sections of that, of like military veterans that are owners, right? Absolutely. There's, there's, there are guys that can, once again, Jason from Cider Corps, making cider was his rehabilitation out of PTSD. Like got, that saved amen. his life. Yeah. You know, so to see that shows, that gives inspiration to to that to you know, so I love it, man. I love that uh, you know that just the way you simply put it, just an invitation. Yeah, right. And
1: and to talk about you know Jason, I don't I don't know him very well, but to your point, yeah, like how many veterans know that you know that brewing is is cathartic that it can yeah. be, it can be one of those things like that to help with PTSD, PTSD or anxiety and stuff like that to be, because it's so chemistry focused and it's so dialed in and you have to pay attention it really does help kind of ground you back to the yeah. world yep. and so you know once again black women veterans it's the invitation sure I, i'm going to say that a thousand yeah. times it's the hey did you know that this is still a world for you yeah that the, that the, that this world although seems dominated by others yeah still has room at the table for you yeah and absolutely. and, and I would say 95% of the people at that table are happy to have you. Yeah. And that, and that yep. was the thing that that was super important to me Hell yeah, is that it never felt like race to me has never been an issue in the brewing world. Yeah. Um, and that was one of the things that I needed to do because I needed to show I need, I think the best way to show that you're welcome at the table is to sometimes make your own table.
0: Hmm. Interesting. And, so, and so
1: that's what this, that, that's what this part of the thing was. It was you can't always wait to be invited.
0: Mm, yeah,
1: but for some of us like me who wants to invite everybody, not everyone's thinking that way. Sure, and so, not out
0: of and not of, of ill intent. No, not right? at all. Yeah. not even a little bit. Yeah, it's
1: all it's all about. Hey, it's you know it's it's passive. It's and it's and it's one of those things where it's like oh, you know I didn't even really think about there's not that many women brewers. You know yeah. that, sometimes yeah. that doesn't come up. So like and not and, we have a, a assistant brewer here named Coley. Coley's awesome. Coley kills it. Yeah, and so and Coley was a bartender, and she didn't get the she didn't get the job because she's a woman. She got the job because she kicks butt. Yeah, and so yeah. and so I think sometimes we we we're, we're such a the brewing world is such a logical bunch. It's like well, of course the best person will get the job. Yeah. Well, it's like well, maybe there's someone out there that would be the best person if they knew that this was the job for them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So you can't always hire the. 10-year veteran, what if you hired the, the bartender and he ends up being one of the best brewers you've ever had because yeah. he's like, oh my God, I have a knack for this. Sure. Like we just got to remember, we got to open our minds to different yeah. outlets to, to help. Expand the brewing world. Sure. Absolutely. At least that's what man. I think. That's that's personal. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, man. We <laughs> got going all deep. kinds of we're segments here, man. We got all kinds <laughs> that's <laughs> a good one
0: too. Well, it, it kind of goes in line with, with your wife as far as like not being a beer drinker, but she tastes your beer. Right. Yeah. Sometimes the best thing you need is an outside perspective. Right. Right? Just because you're a beer nerd doesn't mean you know you're just you're you're in the front of the line and every all of these things doesn't mean you're gonna be a good brewer, right? right. Where there could be a girl who's like, ah, I don't really like beer. I'm more of a I like I like uh, truly's right, but then You get her back in the brew house, and she's a badass, right? right? So it's and and she might not know it, right? Because you know you've got a douche at the bar that's trying to talk all big in all the terms of like the multi barliness right? (laughs) She's like, I don't know, I don't know any of that, right? I don't know, I can't go back there where you know you got somebody like Marshall. It's like, yeah, you can, like, come on, I'll show you, right? Right. And 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 to go
1: back to that the whole thing that we kind of talked about earlier today, uh, and that's and that's what's kind of tough about this industry too is is a lot of it is built on. Oh, sorry. A lot of it is built on um, you doing the footwork first. Sure. So someone. Yep. So sometimes when when you're timid, or sometimes when uh, chemistry, or yeah. oh, I can't do the math, <laughs> or I can't do this, it's like you you think that oh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna push it, right? Yeah. Uh, if he really wants me back there, he'll he'll invite me back there. Yeah, no, it's like yeah, hey, yeah. you got to be able to say you know what I don't know any, and this once again being humble, I don't yeah. know any of this. I'd yeah. like to. Yeah. Can you can you show me a few things?
0: Sure. Yeah. Like
1: we have another bartender here named Haas who uh, just started coming coming in the back with us because one yeah. day he's like, Hey, can I help you guys can one day? Yeah. And then from there, so oh, he
0: was a, he canned uh, the tap yeah, that yeah, easy yeah, hazy double IPA. Tap
1: that hazy, double IPA. One of the best beers in the world. Hasn't even hit the market Hasn't even hit the market. It mark, <laughs> it's, it's still a prototype. Prototype beer. It's <laughs> delicious.
0: My girls love Haas, by the way. Hey girls, how you guys doing? You doing good? You guys are being doing really awesome. Yeah. They yeah. they love Haas. Haas brings out all the chips for them. And, oh, very nice. What do you want to watch on the TV? Look at them. This is they're living their best life right now.
1: They are living their best life. What? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> they, like, why are you talking to us? Um, <laughs> but yeah, but, but, but that's what I mean, so sometimes the lack of knowledge yeah. is almost better than someone who has who thinks they know everything. Almost always. Almost, almost al- always almost yeah. always, it's like I can if I I can work on a blank slate. because And I'm saying this from 100% experience. I came in thinking I knew what I was doing. Yeah. And I can't tell you how many times Marshall's like, no, no. That's not it. <laughs> I'm why, like, would oh. that? <laughs> yeah, why would you do
2: that? why would
1: you do that? So anybody who's listening who's ever thinking about getting into brewing and you're like, I don't know where to start, well, that's that's another thing. It's like it's okay to not know. Yeah. like It's, yeah. it's okay to not know anything because that's – I would say probably most brewers – appreciate that than someone coming in thinking they they know everything for sure because they don't know shit most of the time yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't, well yeah because it's such a different i mean homebrewing yeah. and a commercial system are is such a different world and um even though we're trying to turn out the same product it's uh it's tough and one of the best things i ever heard and i don't know who said it and so if you want to give me uh the credit for it feel, feel free <laughs> it's uh it's easy to make a beer it's hard to make a good beer it's really, really hard to make that good beer again.
0: Ooh, ooh okay. All and right. so,
1: so home brewing is about making a beer. Just make a beer. Yeah, it's and, alcoholic, and sometimes it's, it's good. good. Yeah, but can you do? If I love that beer you made in your home brew, yeah, can you make that exact same beer, flavor, taste, everything again? Yeah, and have time. it be the exact time After and time. time again. Yeah, yeah. and I, and to 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 Marshall's credit, one of the one of the testaments to that is actually Day Crusher.
0: Ah, yes.
1: Light beers are harder. I believe light beers are harder to make because you can't mask them with anything. Yep. You can't mask them with hops. You can't mask them with stuff. And so to have Day Crusher come out time and time and time again to be literally the same exact beer over and over and over again, uh, whether we're doing five barrels or ten barrels, is is something yeah. to strive for. I mean, that's, for sure. that's, that's true brewing to me. Yeah. True yep. brewing is being able to make that recipe time and time again, and have someone not say, "Oh, this this one tastes different." Yeah, like you know, because yeah. that that happens a lot, a lot, a lot. Yeah.
0: Well, and yeah, I could go down that path for sure. Another tangent, right? <laughs> but, but no, like uh, that's 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 so true. In in what i really thought was cool uh when i kind of started doing this was when you really start talking to the owners and and especially the brewers right brewer owners or the guys that are making the beer right um is they've got high respect for budweiser miller coors the fact you know they they're not you know they're not talking shit like dude if i can like if if I could make that like the the quality and the consistency of them brewing across probably what is it pro- at least dozens if not hundreds of breweries across the country right uh, that's that was that's a big range right <laughs> dozens to hundreds dozens to hundreds anywhere Either from twenty four to <laughs> nine hundred <laughs> it's one of those it's, it's one, one of those in there. those but no they re- they respect that and I always thought that's cool was like they respect that that uh, they got the system down right. and they can make a consistent product but so Kitsune, what is what is Kitsune?
1: So Kitsune is a um, it's a, a yokai spirit fox out of Japan. Um, basically, as there's two different types of Kitsune lore, if you will. There's the helpful Kitsune, and then there's the playful trickster Kitsune. Okay. Um, and the idea is that the Kitsune is a creature that helps um, communities. And builds up communities and builds up businesses, um, and it actually the part of the lore is as it gets older and it gets more powerful, it gets, grows more tails, and it can it has more magic, if you will. Uh-huh. But it's 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 one of those symbols that I believe really kind of. Um, I feel like it means community, uh-huh. like the way I read the way I read into the lore was that the the kitsune comes into a village and can either tear it down with its tricks or it can, it it can find like some of the times they say like they can turn human, they can transform. Okay. And so like they can, they can bring the community together and they can make the community successful. Yeah. Um, and I, I learned about the Kitsune from, uh, when I, like I was saying, when I worked for Nike, I traveled to Japan and Korea. Um, but when I was in Japan there, one of the guy had a bunch of these different, um, altars in one of his ramen shops that I was in, and that one just really kind of resonated with me. Okay. And then when I came home from that trip, I went to my tattoo artist, and when I went into his shop, he was actually painting the logo. No way. And so it was like, uh, once again, universe, right? Universe. (laughs) Universe. Exactly. Exactly. So I was like... How much for that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have that? <laughs> um, and so, his so he was na- just drawing
0: up the art. What, like yeah, he was, he was just drawing
1: up the art. His name yeah. was Siege. He's at Revival Art Collective in downtown. Nice. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> that, that That's great, man. Uh, great Thelma. tattoo artist. Great yeah. guy. Um, and uh, he, made, he, he had this art he was creating. And I was like, uh, at this point, we had already decided to move back um, to Arizona. Yeah. But I was like, um, I think I want that to be my logo, and he was like, How much would it be can i can I own it yeah and he's like, how much
0: for me to own that yeah <laughs> and so
1: he sold it to me, and um I have the painting that he was painting, I have it hung up in my dining room nice which is really cool and uh he uh I had it digitized, and yeah, it came out. Exactly how I wanted it to. Yeah, dude,
0: I, it looks great, man. Yeah, it, it looks it, it's uh, it's it's a beautiful logo. And the, the other word you mentioned that really intrigued me uh, was ramen. Right? Oh, yes, that's a big ramen. part. That we got to pause part. though because I needed to get a day crusher real quick. Okay, yeah, want,
1: yeah. <laughs> no, let's pause. I think.
0: Okay, I think I just hit record. I was just about to ask you. So you're in Cave Creek, and yeah. that's part of the whole. You're you're gonna do a brewery in Cave Creek. Yeah,
1: the idea was to do a brewery in my backyard. Yeah, like I want to serve the community I'm in. Yeah, um, And so, yeah, that was the, – the whole plan was, okay, why would I want to – and it's, it's – like, don't get me wrong. Cave Creek is not hurting financially. Yeah. <laughs> you know, It's not like <laughs> – No, an underserved community. <laughs> <laughs> but the whole idea was I want to go to the grocery store and I want to see the people who are drinking my beer. Mm. I, want to, yeah. I, want, I want the, the parents of the, of the kids who might go to my daughter's school – to be coming in and drinking my beer yeah you know i want i want this to be a community watering hole where the folks i know the folks and the folks know me and um that's yeah that was always important to me was was that um it's becoming a little bit harder because the retail spaces in, in cave creek are not are not plenty okay yeah um but we're still striving we're still striving for that
0: what? What? So, uh, what? What made you guys move to Cave Creek, right? When you moved back oh, to when Arizona, we moved back? yeah. What made uh, so, you decide? Oh, sorry.
1: When we moved back, we um, frankly, Scottsdale is too expensive. Okay. <laughs> um, the pediatric office that my wife worked at was is off of Deer Valley and Scottsdale Road. Okay. And so we're like, okay, where can we be that makes sense for her commute, and um. And so, yeah, so she she actually came out here on a house hunting mission, and uh, our realtor took us all over to all these places, and we liked uh, the fact that the school district was small up in Cave Creek, um, and the houses were reasonably priced. Okay. The yeah. biggest thing, I mean, anybody who lives in the suburbs of Portland knows that there's, I mean, you can literally stretch out both arms from your back door and touch your, your fence <laughs> oh, wall. The back, so no the, space. The, the, there's no yards. Yeah. And in, in, in the newer homes in, in Portland. And so one of the big things that I want, I was like, I want a pool. And I want to be able to open my door and my girls can go out in the backyard and, and not feel like after five minutes they've done everything they can do back there. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right, five yards. Yeah, back, and forth. back and forth. Yeah. yeah, okay, guys. Run run your sprints. <laughs> <laughs> one, at back time, one at a time. One at a time. You can't go side we, by side. We don't got time for that. <laughs> um, and so she, uh, so she, she found this house. And uh, I wanted a cheaper house. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, so we went with the cheaper house at first, and we actually found mold in, in one in one of the houses. Ah uh, man! And so the second house, the house she wanted was in Cave Creek. Yeah, and uh, I was like, you know what? The one I picked was a bust. It's all you. You, are, you can make beer, Tyler, <laughs> but you can't pick a house, you can't man. Make a house to save my life! <laughs> and what's funny is the same thing happened in Oregon. Uh-huh. She picked the house in Oregon too because the one I wanted ended up being garbage after the inspection uh, so it's yeah. like so there's a new rule in our home that i'm not allowed to if we no. ever move again which she would she would lay in the middle of the street before we moved again yeah <laughs> i i still will not be picking that. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I were a third party yeah yeah so we'll just do somebody do i don't but, care but yeah so that's how yeah. we, we ended up in cave creek when so when we when i moved to arizona cave creek wasn't a thing yeah. like there were like when people people forget i don't think people forget but like since it's such a a place where people tr- um, migrate to, I guess you could say, sure. or, tr- or travel to. Yeah, um, like I was here when Desert Ridge didn't exist. Like everything uh, north yeah. of like Tatum and Grover's was desert. Yeah, like, like yeah, it, it was that's m- where people
0: came to drink. I heard, right?
1: Yeah, <laughs> come drive <out> of here <laughs> yeah. Park and party. I, I mean, there yeah. was there was a time like like when you would go down Fifty Sixth Street, like there was a a makeshift wooden barrier ah. that basically was like oh anything after here is desert like there was no roads yeah like so that's where so when i moved here that's that's what it looked like and so to now to have all this stuff up here now is like oh my gosh like yeah this is the new Scottsdale. it is <laughs> it is, <laughs> it is. And, but way but more with, expensive with, so don't move up here yeah with uh <laughs> but with cowboys and guns and <laughs> cowboys and guns and biplanes and, and, and biplanes yeah, yeah. but yeah. i mean it's it's such a it's such a cool area and i'm so glad more and more stuff is opening up up here yeah and uh to go back to, to to what we were talking about just before that little break um ramen ah
0: yeah 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 there we go well first the, this is oh, uh so, you brought oh, us something so
1: yeah else. so yeah so i um as we were kind of talking a little bit earlier when we were tasting the brown ale um as it warms up <laughs> spilling <laughs> shit on electronics um uh, as it warms up you you get hardcore those flavors that I I mentioned on the can. Yes, yep. And so, like I said, it's one of those beers that what I really love about it is you can crush it or you can sit on it for an hour, and it just grows with you. Yeah. And that's what I think is super cool.
0: Roasted chocolate. I've never even heard of roasted chocolate either.
1: So, yeah, so roasted chocolate was something – I never heard of it either before (laughs) I wrote it down. But it was one of those things where it was like – as I was drinking it, it so making beer is, 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 is interesting. Yeah, um, because a lot of times we make our labels before the beer is even done. Mm, because mm. it takes a while to make sure to make yep. a beer. Um, this one was special because I got to taste the beer before I made the label. Ah. So a lot of times when you have those labels, you put in descriptions that you know for a fact. That are true descriptions. Wet. In... Wet. <laughs> like with hops. Like, oh, it has that, like, as you were joking around, like the stone fruit. No, it's, yeah. it's fruity, it's tropical, whatever. Yeah. Um, with this one, I really got to play that idea of I get to describe this beer exactly that first tip on my tongue yeah. on what that flavor is. And what made this one so special is I had never made it before. So, this was the. This, That's your first iteration of this. This is my first iteration yeah. of this. So, I. And like I said, we used a new special grain. So, I knew what red grains tasted like. I knew what chocolate malt tasted like. But, how did they mix in with proximity's malted practice and yeah. stuff like that? So, there was this. When I first tasted it, there was this roasted, almost coffee like flavor followed directly by chocolate. Uh-huh. And so, I was like.
0: Roasted chocolate. <laughs> roasted chocolate. Your mind was focused so much on roasted chocolate, you didn't even think to spell caramel. <laughs> I didn't
1: even think to spell caramel correctly. I should have spelled it like roasted chocolat. Chocolat, <laughs> and this made it really a fancy can.
0: Oh, uh, man, there's yeah. there's opportunity for that in the future, Tyler. Yeah, for sure. There's, yeah.
1: So. Uh, yeah.
0: Nah. Fantastic, man. This is really, and, and you're right. Like as it as it warms up, uh, because we drank it way too fast, we had yeah. to warm up. But even the um, nose. Yeah. Definitely some roasted carmel.
1: Roasted ca- <laughs> carmel. Carmel California. land. <laughs> <Fertiland. laughs> it tastes
0: like fertile land. <laughs> but uh, ramen. Like so we talked about when you mentioned ramen, I, I was like, dude, ramen. that is the best drunk food. Because it's not – like I feel like anything else will like – like I want to eat the triple cheeseburger with like the chili cheese fries, right? But then
1: you regret it. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Ramen, dude, I feel like a fucking million bucks after I eat some ramen. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, what what I love about ramen is that the ingredients that's used in ramen – do have like restorative properties. Like mm. we use ginger, we use different like some red chili flakes that help with digestion. Like you you use. You mentioned bone broth too. Yeah, we yes. use bone. I mean, I, yeah. the whole the whole soup is made from bone broth. I mean, that's what people. Bone broth soup is what people eat when they're sick. You yeah, know? like it's yeah. Uh, that that's the idea. And so this whole idea was, and we use you know fermented bamboo shoots. Like we use all of these things that help with digestion and revitalization and. That's just a byproduct of ramen. Ramen tastes good, like, sure, yeah. <laughs> you know. Like, oh, it's yeah. just, you know, it's like just I
0: stopped listening because I was just picturing it like in my mouth. Like, yeah, just, uh, I mean, and that's <laughs> and that's what's so
1: what's so cool about ramen, and what's doubly cool about ramen is that no one's doing it here.
0: Mm, no,
1: and the and as that, far
0: as like uh, just uh, it, it really at all or the combo know, really, what you're looking for. So
1: the combo, yeah. but really, really at all. So it's one thing to go to a Japanese restaurant. And they have a ramen dish on the menu. Sure, yeah. It's an, and and even if you go to like Ramen Hood or you go to these other ramen shops, they make great ramen. Yeah. But I, you know, I don't know their processes. Like my broth takes three days to make. Ah. Uh, you know, yeah. my, my my chashu pork, like I braise it for five to six hours. Um, I make all of my uh, aroma oils from scratch. Like I'm, Dang, you know, nice you know, man. You know, so like I'm I. I don't know how they're doing it in other places, but what I do know is that I have been taught and trained to to do it. What I would say the right way, the right? Way. Oh, it's all right. <laughs> no, Italian, not, not but... the right way. the the way that creates traditional a, a, a traditional and it right. creates a different experience. Okay, and I'm... and so I like when I was talking about when I you know when I was at the the place that had the kitsune when I was in Japan. Um, I used to go to this place, and they would—they he'd have ramen like it was just literally like a bar top. Yeah, um, probably twenty-two seats. You know, nothing, nothing crazy, and he would serve you right there. But he'd also have beer, mm. and so I would get a, a, a spicy tonkatsu. This was in ramen. Portland. No, this is in Japan.
0: Oh, this is in Japan. Okay, yeah, this is in Japan. Yeah. yeah.
1: So I would I would get a spicy tonkatsu ramen. So spicy, basically the aroma was a chili based aroma oil with uh, you know a pork ramen and uh, just pound. Japanese craft IPAs, man. Yeah. And it was like, it was awesome, man. It was. I mean, it was such. I mean, it was such a no brainer. Yeah. And so it was like, why, why is there not a ramen brewery? Yeah, <laughs> why is there not a brewery and ramen yeah. shop. Yeah, um, is there
0: one in you? Have you looked like across? I mean, I'm sure you have. You do all your I homework. Mean, I, it seems. <laughs> I mean,
1: I, so there's 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 tons of great ramen shops, in in the U S. Yeah. and there's tons. The thing when I was doing my my hardcore research when I was thinking about the restaurant was there are a lot of Japanese based ramen shops, okay, in, in not Arizona in, in the United States. So there's okay. a lot of ramen shops that were, were originated in Japan that are now in like New York and L A and Chicago. They and opened a brand or they something. Opened, yeah, yeah, they opened up a, a spot, spot or spot whatever. Here. Yeah, um, and the and the one thing that they all have in common is this respect to the broth the three-day mm, broth the, okay. the, the, the doing it the traditional way the water of the beer right because right, no, that's exactly yeah. that's the same thing where it's like yeah. you don't just go straight groundwater unless you like live on yeah. in new york or you, <laughs> you know you live in some place that has just impeccable groundwater yeah um which arizona is not it <laughs> you know yeah no, it no it's been never been known for that no, it's not no. been known for that so <laughs> um so that's that's that, so. When I was when I was thinking about concepts, the first concept that actually entered my head was pizza. We'll do wood fire pizza. Yeah. Well, yeah. Same with ninety other restaurants around sure. the corner. Yeah. You know. Oh, yep. then we'll just do like American fare, but we'll do like really classy. Okay, just like every other brewery. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. And around the corner. Yep. Which not taking away from any other uh, breweries, but the idea was, you want to go get a burger. You want to go get, and I and I will pat these guys on the backs hands down like you want to go out to arizona wilderness and get their unbelievable chicken wings yeah like do it i have like, never had their wings oh my gosh they, i always they, get they their fry, burger i they, can't they, not they, fry them in duck fat oh uh, they are so fantastic. <laughs> i can imagine oh my god they call them, it's like comb, like wings combed feet or whatever. oh it was, yeah i had, had
0: them with the fries i always get i always oh. their fries are
1: fantastic but i believe you sorry yeah sorry i just i just had a moment but um <laughs> but yeah i mean so go do that like i my whole thing was i i like I said, this is a community. Mm-hmm. And so my goal as part of the community was I I didn't I want people to come for my beer, of course, but I didn't want to take away anything from the community that has been helping me so much. Hmm. I don't want to compete with AC wilderness's food. Yeah. If you wanted ramen tonight, you weren't wanting chicken or burger. Right? Sure. Like that that's my idea of it. Like yeah. if you wanted if your family was like, Hey, it's pizza night, you're not coming to my place.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but
1: if your family's like, "Hey, it's ramen night," you weren't going to the pizza place either. Yeah, it's just another option, and yeah. it's not. And, it, and even though it's competition, it's not a one-for-one competing option. Yeah, and that was something that I really wanted to focus on. What are what is not happening in Arizona? How can I make an an a, an, an impact? Yeah, and how can I make that impact by keeping the competition where it needs to be? Sure, but also. Yeah keeping the alliances not alliances but the friendships yeah where they need to be yeah for sure man right and that yep. and so like yeah i'm i'm ai I'm a go along to get along type of guy yeah <laughs> I, I, I
0: couldn't tell You're i couldn't right. tell oh tyler's always walking around with a scowl <laughs> on his face and never laughing about everything Nothing. <laughs> but no man i i love that i i love that um that combination and like you like you said if you try to please everybody right if you try to have an Amer- oh we have we do have pizza and we have a burger and we have wings you know that's a uh, right. that's you can do it right but you got to know what you're doing to do that well right, right? but why not create a specialty right that, that thing yeah. of like someone's like dude i will travel an hour to get forge IPA forger Forgeria, yeah, <laughs> <You're the laughs> damn it! Mid- IPA and ramen, yeah, like uh, like traditional well, ramen.
1: And what was so coo- what's what's so cool about that is that um, I just lost my train. Of what on. was it? I
0: you you caught me mid. my did. I, I caught mid- yeah. Giving it because it was the, like nope, nope, it, was so, <laughs> it was so it was
1: so me. It's what I do to my my eldest. I'm like no. Well, um, it was about ramen.
0: I was talking about ramen, how uh, you know, um, can't please everybody. Oh yeah, so yeah. yeah,
1: so thank you, thank you. Now I'm back. Um, so the hello, whole
0: hello. <laughs> Tyler Smith
1: <huh>? yeah. <laughs> attorney at law, <laughs> attorney at law I'm back. <laughs> so the whole, so the whole idea for for my ramen shop was, and what it's going to be, I want to be the in and out of ramen. Mm. We do five things. We do those five things, killer. Yeah, we have three sides. We do those three sides, killer. That's it. That's you don't it. go to In-N-Out asking for a chicken sandwich. No. You know what you're getting when you go to In-N-Out. Yep. You go once again, you go to Kitsune Ramen House because we have, you know, we have three broths, three meats or two meats and a tofu, four different tares and five different oils. Yeah. And we have two different noodles, one for flour and one a rice noodle for people who have celiac's. Yeah. And so my whole thing about it was I'm not I'm not trying to do a a 10-page menu. Yeah. It's yeah. one page. I have a beer menu and a food menu. It's one page, and I promise you that it's going to be one of the best bowls of ramen you've ever had.
0: Boom! If you're a ramen Boom. eater, yeah. it's, to, it's. I mean, it's. it's yeah.
1: I mean, there's the broth is so thick. I could talk about ramen all day. It's you need thick to bring rich, some. Man. So.
0: I to. I want, I want. I. I'm putting my foot down. Goddamn it! Darling. No, you please, me some yes, ramen? No. I should have. I
1: should have brought some today. <laughs> what you know? And what was really, what was really kind of a cool experience was I actually brought in ramen um, about a week ago. We week and a half to Simple Machine. Yeah. And it was the first time that I had made ramen for Marshall and Frank, who, who's another guy who, who works here. Frank's awesome. Frank is a, he's a yeah. boss. Yeah, I love Frank. <laughs> um, and after both of them, after they had finished their bowl, they looked at me and they both said, I get it. Ah, I get it. We had day crushers. We were drink, eating spicy ramen. And he goes, I get it. Yeah. And it's like, there's there's a there's a certain revelation that happens when, when you can at least and obviously I'm talking a little bit deep about food and beer here, <laughs> dude. <laughs> I, I gave up everything. There's to a revelation <laughs> when you eat my ramen. No, it's like what there is. There's a there's a revelation when you when you have a great quality beer and a great quality bowl of ramen where you're, when you're like, why do I not eat this every Friday night? Yeah. When I'm drinking, why am I not having this every Friday night? And so it was such a cool moment for me for for them who's in the industry to yeah. be like okay i like ramen of course and i like beer but you're right the pairing is is stellar yeah yeah and, and and that and that was that was the the hope and that's what actually came out of it was that way i can i can say this is what we're trying to do and it might not make sense when i first speak it to you yeah but in practice it's a no brainer yeah yeah but, I, I, I'll, but, but I'll bring you around. I was going to say,
0: you, you. you can talk all you want, uh, Tyler. I don't give a I'm, shit. I'm actually, I'm
1: actually doing – it's kind of cool. And uh, sorry, folks listening, you might, you're not invited. But uh, <laughs> in, in, about a, in about a week and a half, I'm actually setting up on my driveway, and I'm going to do a, a ramen night for my neighborhood. Oh, Because wow. the, idea, the next step – I have all my stuff. I know how to make it. I know how to do everything. But the next step now is what does it look like serving 35 people? Great idea. And yeah. so what, you know, what is, do my portions make sense? Do, do, you know, are my, because all of my, you know, I have ladles that have specific ounces on them and yada, yada, yeah. but it then becomes, can I, can I make these bowls number one as quickly as I can? Yeah. And two, is there any, is the bowl that person number one gets the same as the bowl that person 35 gets? Mm. Yeah. And so these, so these are now the things that, that I'm starting to, to think about. Because you know this is the next step. Once again with brewing, like it's like yeah. you have all these ideas, and then my wife's like, "Well, because I made it obviously for the family." She's like, "Well, what if it's 150 people?" I'm like, "Oh, yeah." I mean, yeah, huh. once again, I can I can make five <laughs> gallons of beer. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, I can I can make five bowls of ramen. Yeah, but what is 150 bowls of ramen? Multiply that times 30. <laughs> right. No, it's <laughs> yeah. it's so true. And yeah. so so that's so every and that's and you know I'm a huge. I'm a mitigated risk type of person. I'm I'm very conservative when it comes to to executing plans, and so this is just my next step. Yeah, in the, Okay, can I do this? Yeah, <laughs> type of thing. And and so far it's it's, it's looking it's looking very promising. Yeah, um, and so we'll we'll see we'll see what. Happens. Well, I feel
0: like you have a good balance of it, right? Because you've got that. Because sometimes I see a lot of people that are like that that are it's debilitating. They don't ever take that step. They don't ever end up with a can with their name and their. You know what I mean. So, yeah. so you are calculated, but but you're willing to take
1: take those steps, right? And that's right. why it was a three year plan. It wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> yeah. it, wasn't a, it wasn't a hey, sure. this time next year, you better be. No, it was yeah. like okay, if we want to do this right and we want to do it the right way. Yeah, it can't be rushed and it needs to be thought out very specifically. Sure. And yeah. so, and once like if you were to talk once again, if you were to talk to any brewer, or any restaurateur, or any, any anyone. The timeline you think you have is probably not the timeline that's gonna like yeah i thought oh (laughs) she'll give me three years i'll have it open in one it's like no you you won't but that's fun to talk about (laughs) cool story bro uh cool story you're wrong but that's okay
0: Dude, I'm excited. I'm excited for this. Uh, I'm excited coming up we, in the next, because this is going to go out ideally today. Okay. It is actually going out today if you're listening to it, no matter what day it is. Yeah, whatever day, yeah, whatever it, day is. it is. Oh, oh my out. God. He knew it was today, <laughs> yeah. man. So, it was out five days ago, but he said today, today and here today. it is. <laughs> and I'm listening to it today. Uh, but, no, these you got these beers coming out. Um, Loving seeing what you're doing, man. Absolutely. Making some great beers. Thank you.
1: Uh, I, I, one more time, I'm going to share the three beers, if that's okay?
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. All beers, right. dates, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, so Website, uh, like I said, so what
1: we drank today was the brown ale, the Fox Diver Brown. Um, with roasted chocolate. Roasted chocolate. <laughs> this is roasted chocolate. <laughs> and fertile lane. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's my new nickname. Start calling me roasted chocolate. Roasted <laughs>
0: chocolate. <laughs> um, I thought you said you are only half black. So I am, you so roasted uh,
1: Roasted milk chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then the next, uh, the so, and then the next beer that's coming out is Constellation Milk Stout, um, nice. with uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch and vanilla wafers in that, which is going to be pretty kill. Cool. Yeah, no, Cinnamon Toast CTC CTC, C-T-C. 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 <laughs> Country Music Television. Yeah, that's what I, oh, man, that's what it was. Dang it! And then the uh, not so smally IPA, which is a double IPA, double yeah. dry hopped, a Zaka Mosaic IPA. That's going to be stellar. Excellent. Man. I mean, I, I think they're all stellar, but the one, I mean. Haze Boy's going to haze Boy's, right? Yeah. And I'm a haze Boy to the, yeah, to, to the answer, too, right? man. That's I'll, why
0: we made... Tap that easy. Hazy. I- double IPA. Double IPA. We'll talk about it a different time. Zappa Cascade. So delicious. Yeah. yeah cashmere. Oh, Da-na-na-na. Cashmere. Sorry. Led Zeppelin, right? Um, it's kind of funny. I put in here. So Kristen from the Guild read the can, and she was like, with hops that grow wild in the desert, do they really grow wild in the desert? And I was like...
1: I don't know. <laughs> they do now. <laughs> they do now. Yep. He planted uh, one in the desert. Now now it's true. It is very true. It's, it's thriving. <laughs> it's it thriving. is thriving, in, thriving the, in the desert. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but now, man, I'm excited about that beer. Uh, but this is all about you, man. You, you making great beers. Get this Thank ramen you. up and going, man, because I'll fucking go. Yeah, you
1: let me know next time you're going to be coming up, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll try to make sure that I have uh, something for you. But I, it's, it's funny because beer is, beer is a waiting process. Obviously, as you know, as, as, we, as we're making that tap that AZ IPA, don't know. It takes style. like two weeks, right? Like so. Yeah. So making beer, beer is a process, and and so you you don't know your final product until you know two weeks after you make it, and w- that's what's so cool about you know cooking and ramen and stuff like that is I you know I'm tweaking it every day. Yeah. And so um, to finally have a, have two products now, the beer and the ramen, dialed into where I need it to be and where I want it to be. It's just it's exciting it's exciting yeah. it's exciting to see what's gonna happen next and uh, no matter what we do uh, I feel like we're just we're gonna have a stellar product for for those that want to try it hell yeah dude
0: I love it I lo- I'm, I'm gonna ask you a big picture right like vision r- wise right yeah when you say uh, you want to be the in and out burger of ramen right like and I know you mean by the limited menu right but, well how far do you want to grow this like you want it to be like just like the family business or do you want this to be like, you know, I would, franchise this thing. I would not. <laughs>
1: so it's funny. It's, I would love multiple locations eventually one day. Okay. I don't think I'd ever franchise. You lose quality when you franchise. I don't know why I threw out franchise.
0: <laughs> That's a big step. But it's, like, but it's <laughs> yeah. one of those things where
1: it's, it's what, what, makes, what makes it tough about expanding on any level, right, is when you expand, you, you, you thin yourself out. Sure. And so can I tr- – and I can and I will – you know, you got to find the right people, but can you trust someone to care about the product as much as you do? Sure. Can I yeah. trust someone to care about the the bone broth as much as I do? I just got vegetable broth from Trader Joe's, right. and, that, and that makes me that I, I'm cringing. I saw you all say the that. hairs
0: on his arm stand I'm up. I'm just right? like,
1: oh my goodness, get that, get that out of here. Uh, but but those are but those are real questions you got to sure. ask yourself. You got to ask yourself, like, okay. Would I create everything in, in like, one type of production? Like, even the ramen broth. Like, would I create just ramen broth in one production facility and then send it out to multiple locations? Like, those are the logistic things that we'd eventually have to think about. Yeah. But the main idea would be to open up this ramen shop and tap house, and then that's one building, and then have a production brewing facility in a second building.
0: Gotcha, gotcha.
1: So to... The beer would just would be served there, but we wouldn't brew it at the actual restaurant. Gotcha. Just yeah. because, just because it's it's you know, I love the beer and I love I love the product we're making with the beer, but the ramen experience that I'm trying to create is very authentic.
0: Where the beer supplements the ramen it's, more than is it fifty fifty?
1: I would call it 50 okay. Like the, like okay. the, I feel like so we my wife and I had a. I we had ramen the other night, she, no. I, but, so the one thing. So what's funny is, so she hates beer. She could eat ramen every day. Uh, so at least yeah. like she, one of the things that yep, I'm doing, yep. she's she's all on board for. <laughs> but we were, I had a um, a sweeter aroma oil, and we were drinking the brown ale with the with that. So doing some cool beer pairings with the ramen, and it is is yeah. It's it's not it's not one or the other. I make the ramen to complement the beer. And the beer complements the ramen. It's sure. it's really yeah. a, it's really a symbiotic relationship, um, and and I and like I said, the the experience that I want people to have when they come into the ramen shop is I do I want them to feel like they stepped into a Japanese ramen shop. Hmm. Okay, and, so, and I guess
0: that's what I meant. Where like with the ramen tap, like the tap, the ramen building, yeah, that the, the ramen is is the star it's in the that star. building. Yeah, okay, so yeah. Okay. The ramen
1: is the star in that building, but to to to, to that point, um. We're only carrying two uh, brands sure. of beer, so yeah. I'm, I'd, I've, I've talked with Marshall. I'm going mean, to carry Simple Machine, hell yeah, and I'm carrying Katsune. Yeah, those are the two brands of beer that I'll be carrying there, and um, you know that's you know obviously to pay homage to <laughs> Marshall.
0: Marshall, there he is. Look up.
1: <laughs> are you talking about me? He's cleaning he his glasses by? so he can hear us better. <laughs> um, you know, to to that point, and then it's yeah, so. It's definitely going to be a different experience than I think people are, are used to. Sure. Uh, but just like with anything, you know, as soon as you get used to it, it's it's going to be awesome. One of the places that I used to love going to in New York out in Brooklyn is called Naruto Ramen. And they have like a 22-seat same thing kind of ramen shop. It's yeah. like a single door. It's, I mean, it's probably 200, no, maybe 500 square feet, 600 square feet. Um, and everything is done right there on the bar. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, there's this there's, – Things to make it unique, and then the question just starts really becoming: Can are people ready for that uniqueness? Sure, and I think they are.
0: Well, I think people are uh, appreciating more and more experience, right? Because that's an experience-based type of thing, right? Yeah. It's not just a matter of like, hey, I'm gonna push this button, I want my ramen to come out in this cup in a bag, right? No, it, <laughs> yeah. it, it,
1: but so like yeah. one of the things that that's gonna be really kind of, and this is the. This is the exclusive. This mm. is mm. tap that easy hazy <laughs> <laughs> double IPA tap that easy. Yeah, <laughs> brought to you by exclusive. tap that yeah. um, Like the whole idea is is like we're gonna have seating for like drinking and stuff like that. But the only place where you can get ramen is gonna be at the bar.
0: Mm. So like okay.
1: the, the whole idea is is that if you're because what I love about Simple Machine and what I love about tap houses is the idea of just coming to your water and hold a grab a beer. And yeah. I don't want that to be lost. Yeah, but. If you want ramen, there's going to be like an ordering ticketing system that'll allow you that will be like your number gets called and you, you go to the empty seat at the at the bar top. yeah and so the, the whole idea is, is that you once again mitigate risk. I control how many bowls leave the door every night yeah um, and people can come in and have a cool experience and if they want to eat, they can if they don't, they can chill
0: yeah love it, man yeah love it. so what's that next week opening?
1: Yeah, my ramen that, shop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> next week, see you guys there. <laughs> yeah. uh, hopefully, the hope is, you know, I don't, I like, I hate giving dates now because of COVID, but hopefully, uh, March, April. Yeah, is the plan.
0: Nice, man. Nice. Well, dude, keep making great products. Uh, I will let you know when I'm coming in next, which is going to be tomorrow <laughs> for Robin. <ramen. laughs> I hope it's ready. Uh, but no, man. <clears throat> Doing great things, man. Thank you. Love it. Love it. You come into this this community with a great attitude, backing it by work ethic and a quality product. I appreciate it. it. Bump it right there for the the audio. Thanks, uh, bro. Microphones. (laughs) 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 Excellent. My kids have been really patient. They've They've been been awesome. Your kids have been great. Nice work. Corey's gone to the bathroom six times. I don't know which (laughs) is. I'm gonna go check on her. Right, guys. Later. (laughs)